I find your lack of faith disturbing. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Just Star Wars Things podcast, where I'm here with Curtis and Jake, some new faces to the podcast. How's it going, guys? My name's Curtis. Just talking to you about some Star Wars things. I'm excited to do it. And I'm Jake, big Star Wars fan. Excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited about this new episode that just came out um, on Wednesday, Book of Boba Fett, Episode 5. Um, so we're going to go into some details about that, and we were going to talk a little bit about some news. Um, do you guys have any news things that you wanted to discuss? Well, obviously we got a lot of content coming out here in the near future. Uh, Disney's not necessarily great at telling us what's going on, but it's the suspense is fun, and I'm personally looking forward to the Obi-Wan series quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Obi-Wan's going to be exciting. Yeah. Curtis, um, any thoughts? That's the only thing I can think about. Yeah, the is Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan series. Yeah. I think, so Bad Batch is going to come out in spring, and then someone was also saying that we're going to get the trailer for the new Star Wars game, in uh, which we already did. We got Star Wars Eclipse, but that's in the High Republic. We have uh, the open world, possibly, by Ubisoft in... May. So May the 4th always has some juicy stuff for us. No doubt. Um, which my birthday is May 3rd, which I was born a day too early. That sucks. I know. <laughs> that actually messed sucks. Up. That's messed so, up. Your mom should just, have held you in. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> she just teased me. That's messed up. Yeah. Okay, so Fallen Order was the one with the redhead guy, right? Yeah, Cal. Cal yeah, Cal. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that one. Didn't yeah. actually play it, but I watched a friend play it. Yeah, and it's cool. And I, it was cool. I, I like played Darth it Vader and just tossed that lady at the end. Oh yeah, I played it and it. I really enjoyed it. it there's some aspects of it that they maybe should have worked on a little more, but the second game, I'm assuming they'll fix some of the stuff and make it a bit more polished, and I think it'll be a real quality game because the first one was definitely very fun. Mm-hmm. I like the introduction of the Inquisitors. Oh yeah. I think that's really good. I guess it's not an introduction because Rebels has a lot of Inquisitors in it, but I like how they actually, you know, went into a little more detail yeah. on how they operate. Got to see a couple more Inquisitors other mm-hmm. than the ones in Rebels. Yeah. yeah. And that was definitely cool. The Inquisitors are cool, so. Yeah. Dan, you were talking about how there was a new Lego Star Wars coming out. Yeah. The My Skywalker very first Star, yeah. video game. Lego Star Wars? Yeah. Nice. My, I bought one on eBay and it was in Russian and it Ooh. showed up for the PC. <laughs> nice. Oh, it was PC. It was a PC nice. Russian Lego Star Wars. Yeah. It was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I played I played a lot of Lego Star Wars on like PlayStation. Yeah, it was yeah. so sick. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, other than that for the news, we could totally just hop right into the uh, best talk, episode. Talking about ooh, the, Curtis's takes best episode mm-hmm. of the Book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. which didn't have a glimpse, a single snippet of Boba Fett in it, <laughs> which we find very interesting, especially the fact that it is his show. So we could dive right into that. Who wants to get into the beginning? Well, I Butcher think, Shop. I think just, uh, well, before we don't go off that, I think you bring up an interesting point by saying Boba wasn't in it at all. And in theory, the, the series should be focused on him. And uh, we, we kind of discussed this beforehand, but I think we can read a lot into the setup that's going on here. Oh, absolutely. Even though Boba wasn't directly in it, I think what we saw definitely has to be showing us 
what may happen with Boba, specifically with the dark saber. And I know we have some theories ourselves on it. Yes, we can get into that a little. Uh huh. Yeah, we could walk. We could walk through this episode here. Yeah. So yeah, we want to start with the butcher shot. Yeah, which was un- unreal. Of course. So I watched it like a day. So most people stay up, but we all have jobs, so yeah. I can't stay up till till you know midnight and watch it. So. We watched the next day, but I did wake up that morning and I saw on Instagram uh, a certain Star Wars influencer, I guess you could call him, uh, was wearing a Mando helmet in his thing and was like, oh, no spoilers. I'm like, dude, okay, so I know I know it's about Mandalorian now, you know, but which is fine. It's not a big deal. But, yeah, but you uh, didn't expect him to do the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. definitely not. Well, uh, like and maybe everyone's saying, at the end or something. Yeah, or? Yep. And everyone's saying that it's pretty much that could have just been the first episode of Mandalorian. But mm-hmm. I like how they're meshing it together. But I'm also really scared for the next because we only got two more Dude, episodes. Dude, Boba's, Boba's your boy, though. Mm-hmm. We certainly get have it. a you're lot worried, of ground to But so the last episode was 51 minutes long. I think there's lots of room for things to happen. I'm just not very happy with the way the beginning of this went for Boba and how he's been kind of portrayed you know I, it's been more for me I feel like it's been more about Fennec than it has Boba Fett but I feel you he's definitely taken a backseat in his own show in a couple different ways but we have gotten some pretty quality Boba moments so you gotta take the good with the bad sometimes with Disney but that's okay as yeah. long as they finish the series on a strong note or not the series but the season on a strong note I'll be satisfied but I certainly see your point Fennec has gotten a lot of screen time and she's just she's a better fighter out of nowhere su- suppose yeah yeah that, I would not not happy with that so in the scenes where she pretty much just takes over and kills everybody for Boba do you think it's be because he's what not healed enough or it's hard to old say. or what I mean he did blow up that one guy with his wrist rocket which was sweet mm-hmm. um but then like he can't chase down I mean she's just like an assassin so like she's in Clone Wars mm-hmm. you see her in Rebels too uh she's good at what she does so I think it's cool that she owes his you know owes him because she, he literally saved her and I really like how that tied into Mandalorian too but I don't know. I think Boba's going to be strong enough now. He's out of the back to tank. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got all those flashbacks. I mean, I do think... I was talking about this with you guys earlier, but the Tusken Raider kind of arc, kind of pointless. I, I loved it. I thought Jake was going to cry, though, when they yeah. were all dead. <laughs> I, did, I thought I was, too. <laughs> that was sad. It was emotional. Yeah. I, really, I really... You're right. Like In the end, they maybe didn't actually have a a point to it. I guess Boba did display some character development based on his time spent with them. Um, yeah. But I think sure. the real value in it for me was the the cultural background they gave to the Tuscans, which I found very enjoyable. Their their tribal living and uh, just showing kind of what a day to day is like for a species that we really haven't seen much of up until this point, other than you know Anakin killing. Mm-hmm. I just thought they were bad guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Me too. Bad Dude, guys taking yeah, taking pot shots at the pod racers mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, all right, so now that we've given a little bit of a, I don't know, kind of our background on what we are thinking about the series so far, we can get into this episode a little bit more. Yeah, let's do it. But 
starting off with the grand entry into the butcher shop. I really liked that. I thought that was cool. The sound when he comes through the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's his theme, awesome. his theme song the is amazing. Like, yeah. the, the, the score yeah. for this series, Mandalorian and Boba Fett, is mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, I need to actually look who did that. And I have a little... Ooh, I was going to save this fun fact for a little bit later, but I could talk about it now. Um, Paz Vizsla. That's mm-hmm. John Favreau is acting as Paz Vizsla. Oh, really? Yeah. We I were talking. Know. He looks yeah. like a beast. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a big boy. But you yeah. can see his Paz Vizsla like, walks towards Mandalorian. His knees are buckled in a little bit. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, dang, who? what's the oaf playing this? Like, Can they get an athletic person to play this just happy you know how like yeah it's just happy from uh spider-man yeah or iron man and so i thought that i thought that was kind of funny but john favreau also played someone in mandalorian but anyways okay butcher shop we start off with this intense fight scene and he just whips out the dark saber which Mm -hmm. everyone that's been in question forever is he gonna be able to use it and he ends up burning himself with it Mm -hmm. which is interesting so he's obviously struggling with it so he's getting collecting this bounty, taking it back to, you know, the Halo Planet City, Elysium. You know, not very original, but still super cool. And uh, yeah, he collects his bounty there and wants to know how to get to the lower parts of the. Under- it sounds like he did city. it pretty fast. Yeah. yeah, like he walked up in the morning, took a bounty to get some information, yeah. did it in thirty minutes, came back and was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Next part of my journey was going on. That was nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's definitely supposed to be very efficient at his job, and that's something exactly. we saw a lot of in the first season. Where yeah. He's like very well. He's renowned for his ability to do that. So yeah, I see what you're saying that it did come off as pretty quick. So but I think that speaks to how Mando is just he. You know, he's a Mandalorian. He kicks ass. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's good at his job for sure. But. I was just thinking about it. So you know how he chopped the dude's head off, right? Yeah. yeah. And he does the whole, I can bring you in cold or can bring you in warm. Yeah. Um, he, couldn't have, he couldn't have brought him in warm, though, dude. He doesn't have a ship, so he's not going to, like, go on the public transport mm. ship with the live dude. That's so it's like, that point. was kind of a waste. But it's obviously cool. No one's going to think about that when, uh, you know, he's slicing people up with the yeah, dark saber, yeah. and you're like, yeah, could you cut, cut his head off, you Dude, know? nobody even, like, looked at him, gave him a second glance, yeah. he was just limping through the yeah, city. Yeah, and I love when he goes into the shop, and they're like, okay, go in there, because all the credits are sitting there. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, that's not me, that doesn't look like me. He just pulls up a picture that looks exactly <laughs> like him, he's yeah, like, it's you, man. <laughs> I'm not an alien bulldog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, an alien bulldog. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. Um... You guys want to add anything to that? I really enjoyed the the set pieces for that opening. Like, the butcher shop looked cool. It's dark and it's dingy and it's scary. And then the whole ring uh, city thing was was very interesting to me because we haven't really seen a lot of superstructures like that in Star Wars, barring maybe the Death Star and some really big Star Destroyers. But we haven't really seen, like, a city built in that way. So I think that brings a pretty interesting concept. I suppose in some other media you see shipyards that are d- portrayed in a similar way, like a big ring around a planet, but not like a city like that. So I found that interesting. That's an interesting idea. Just brings a new sort of architectural aspect into Star Wars. 
And yeah, that it just looked great. That opening scene looked fantastic. With I think, the light going like mm, through the buildings and yeah, stuff. I and that was that's sweet. something I've thought Book of Boba's done really well in general is the cinematography and the set pieces have been really impressive to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm excited about what other planets we're going to kind of get to see too. Definitely. Something other than Tatooine. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know people are upset that they've just used Tatooine again, but you ha- if you're going to do a Book of Boba, dude, he died in the Sarlacc pit on yeah, Tatooine. Get out of there. Yeah. <clears throat> I liked uh, Mando's walking through and when he puts like his, uh, I don't know, something with his helmet and he can see the Mandalorian the signs heat, on the walls. Yeah, like yeah, I think it's heat signatures. I was wondering about that, I was too. like, do they just have their own yeah. ink? Because you know in Mandalorian <laughs> how he looks at the ground and he can see the footsteps? Oh, yeah, it's like the heat signature. Yeah, it's like, th- in like Predator. Maybe, yeah. That's what it reminds me of is like Predator-looking deal. Either way, it's cool. And then he finally sees the Mythosaur symbol, which is sweet, mm-hmm. so he knows he's in the right place. All right, let's get into when he gets in there and he's talking to the Spartan yeah. head lady. We get a lot of juicy Mandalorian back lore on this part of the episode which I really really liked um I have a ton of notes on that but um rapid fire yeah so we got the armor which has spikes on her helmet everyone wants to know about the spikes because in Clone Wars the spikes on your helmet means you're part of the Darth Maul's Death Watch clan Mm -hmm. and um special that special myth sore symbol that she has on her toolbox is also the one that Boba Fett has on his shoulder piece yeah and she does approve of Din wielding the darksaber like when he shows it to her she approves of it but also goes into the fact that the darksaber in the past has been not won by like the creed you know, one by killing the other person. Like, people have given it to each other in the past, including, like... So, Darth Maul won it from Paz Vizsla um, back in Clone Wars, and then Darth Maul had it taken by Kanan, who gave it to Sabine Wren, who's a Mandalorian, too, and then Sabine Wren gave it to Bo-Katan, and then Bo-Katan, right after she got it, um, she pretty much ruined Mandalore, right after she got it and this armor talks about all of that in this and says that a curse goes onto the nation um if the dark saber's put in the wrong hands aka that's totally bokatan and then you get din asking about bokatan too um so bokatan loses it to moff gideon and then din obviously we saw mandalorian gets it from him so does he give it to him no no he uh beats moff yeah yeah, he beats Mark So it is his. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting because we see throughout different time periods in Star Wars, there's a real, like, fracture in Mandalorian culture. And I think you got to keep in mind when the armor is portraying Bo-Katan as, like, a bad leader. That is her viewpoint from mm-hmm. a pretty uh, hardline sect of Mandalorian. So, we yeah, the history we get is very interesting. And I would just be interested to see, like, how, what Bo might say in response to something, like, what the armorer said, like, maybe there's Mandalorians who don't see Bo as a bad leader, but obviously the planet got blown up under her watch, so (laughs) she wasn't a stellar leader. Yeah, and that's what the armorer says, is, like, 
she blames her for the reason that Mandalore got yeah. blown up or whatever because she held the dark saber. But I don't. So how does it work? Do you have to go all the way back to the person that used to, you know, to to clean the slate of the dark saber? Like if you give it to someone, you know, because he's obviously having trouble, you know, problems wielding it. Yeah. So I don't think it belong. It definitely doesn't belong to him, because it kind of has to choose who it belongs to. How so, does this Mandalorian with the golden spiky helmet? Yeah, how does she know so much? Um, that's, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, and we don't know. I think she was a part of, obviously, the armory on Concordia. Because mm-hmm. she says in this, they're from Concordia. They're a sect hidden on the moon of Mandalore. Yeah. So that's why they and were And they're the able... ones that survived. Yeah, yeah, but so did Bo-Katan, too, though. So yeah. um, so they're, they're, they have clashing ideas. And, like, you see that Mandalorian when Bo-Katan sees Boba Fett take his helmet off. Boba Fett's like, well, just... I'm still Mandalorian, but... I'm a clone of a Mandalorian who wasn't within the Mandalorian religion. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets super complicated when you actually start getting into it. I was just wondering, you know, this, the the armorer lady, she seems to know a lot about it. Wouldn't she know if the saber wasn't for him? Yeah. Or if he was just struggling to learn how to use it? I don't know. They have a really great way of just being mystical. <laughs> you know, like, this is the way. Okay. Because well, I you hope didn't ex- is. Yeah, you didn't explain it. Yeah. It's not his, I don't think, personally. But, um, and she, this is her words, only those who walk the way escape the curse. So it's hard to say what the way is and if he's doing it, because he removed his helmet. Yeah, and I think they set up a, they have a lot more explaining to do, and I think we'll get it all over time, but yeah, right now, this it's really fun to speculate on. Yeah. Who is the armor? Why does she know so much? Like, is what she's saying accurate to the history of Mandalore? Like, all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure they'll give us all that in time, but... Well, either way, she set up a great fight scene. Jon Favreau oh, yeah. wiped the floor with Mando for yeah. a sec. Oh yeah, oh, just yeah. tossing that guy around. I thought it was interesting <coughs> that um, who so obviously Mando starts off just getting whooped. Dude, that little shield I love. Oh, it. that was sick. Yeah, that was so cool. <clears throat> um, but well, so you you start off with Mando getting whooped while he's trying to use the dark saber, and then you have. Vizsla toss him onto that other platform, and then he picks up the. Dark I thought he saber. threw him. Right I off. thought he flew. Yeah, I know. yeah. Yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> and to make the stakes even more, they take their jetpacks yeah. off. I was pissed about that. I was. I thought it was cool. I was I like, want... you want to toss them off, and they're dead. Yeah, but I wanted to see them <clears throat> fly around and shoot at each other. But I just thought it was interesting, because then when Vizsla picks up the Darksaber, he starts getting whooped. So it was almost like a commentary on mm-hmm. how the Darksaber isn't Ooh, meant for yeah. either of these guys. I like that. Yeah. And of course, Vizsla's going to think it, because Tar Vizsla's... The one who created it, yeah. See, they just—I feel like they all just have so many mixed views on how it works. Yeah. So either way, Mando wins. Lady comes back. Yep. Also, I found the helmet off. He took it off, and then he's just out. Okay. Yep. Now back to two people. But first, there. She's make that she melts his spear or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought that was kind of. I don't know. I, I mean, I was like, disappointed, I didn't like that. but I got it. Yeah, me too. And made something for Grogu, but I found it interesting. She calls Grogu a foundling. So, mm. 
I think Grogu's not going to be a Jedi. I think he's going to become a Mandalorian. That would be sick. Yeah. Then my dream of him getting a little, little helmet. helmet. Yeah, dude, the little <laughs> helmet. The little helmet will happen. Oh, let's end the podcast on that great note. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. So do you guys want to do theories on this, or do we want to keep going like when he goes and gets the ship, too? Nah. Then we have to talk about that curly-haired lady that I cannot stand. <laughs> <laughs> True. She's worse than Rose. Well, let's just talk about the ship for a minute, because the, okay, ship, the is ship is so awesome. cool. Sh- yeah, I just don't want to give her any credit. The ship no, is... The ship's way cool. It's super cool. Yeah. So I love... I want to know how she got it. I do really love that she... Uh, it's from Naboo. Yeah. I love that they're throwing it some prequel love, totally playing on Phantom Menace. Yeah. So whose was it? I don't know. I mean, so... I no, I mean, but, like, when was it used? Oh, in the, like, Phantom Menace era, yeah. like, Republic era. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really uh, interesting. You, it's Anakin blows up that first, uh, when he's little, the remember, Federation Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. cool. Now this is pod racing. Yeah, now this is pod racing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That poor actor. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, it's really interesting uh, because the, in the lore, the N1 was the queen had to basically acknowledge you as a pilot worthy of flying one so they were not widely used they weren't around all over so whoever they did get it from probably was some sort of notable pilot a royal guard or something of that nature and one of the only other times we see one in um i think this would be in the eu so probably not canon anymore but there's a space pirate called space pirate x i think and he flies an n1 and he he was a royal guard and he hates the empire so and he mm. flies around and you know does piratey things but he uses an n1 and wears a dude uh, nothing's a cooler than a space pirate that's cool yeah yeah so they're not around that much so it was cool that they worked it back in because it's definitely a very cool looking ship i, yeah, like, I really pod. like how it looks so i like how they modded it yeah Huh? Are they pod racing engines? I don't know. That's a good question. They it kinda... looked. It looked like it. Looked it. Like it I like the play. Like also, it. I like the play on BD One. Yeah. This episode. He's so cute. This ep. He's the cutest droid. I love him. Cutest droid by far. So cute. Um, and there. Yeah. This episode was just packed with so much stuff. Yeah. But... Calling it wizard. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm totally starting to say stuff's wizard. Wizard. All right. I'm down. Which I thought that part was weird too because. Mandalorian that or Din Djarin is like a very unemotional, mm-hmm. you know, guy, and he says something's wizard. Like it was just out of place. Oh, I was like, yeah. I get what they're doing, but it was just weird that he said it. Yeah, I, I get it. but I still like it. But that guy can say anything, and it sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, he so does. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I like how I like how Grogu made him more of like a father than mm-hmm. anything, yeah. and I do like Dude, he tells the human. armor. Yeah, and I like that he tells armor like I want to go check on him, you know, and and she ties the little yeah. thing, his chainmail. Like I think it's his chainmail, but I think it's chainmail too. But I'm hoping for a Jake. little helmet. What Jake? You want a little hilt? A little lightsaber hilt? Yeah. How but about I how about some cute thing. torso armor? That'd yeah. be cool. Too. Yeah, yeah. Can you just imagine a so, Jedi with Beskar armor? Like they yes, would, they would they own would everyone. I'm sure Tar Vizsla was super good. Yeah, he must have been crazy strong. Yeah, it would make sense. And he made the best. Like, so the, the end of the episode too. ends with him saying, "All right, I gotta go see a little friend." Yeah, yeah. And that was my favorite part of the whole thing. So we're not Finally. gonna get, which is sad, but we're not gonna get that until Mandalorian. Yeah. 
It's fine. Yeah, I hate waiting though. My question is, how is he gonna find him? I I don't understand. I don't know. He's a bounty hunter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he tracks people down for a living, so that's a good point. Mm. We'll see. I don't know. I'm excited now for Mandalorian. And that could mean we get some more Luke, which would be pretty cool. (coughs) Yeah, definitely. Dude, the guy that plays Bucky in uh, the Marvel movies looks just like young Luke. He does, yeah. I've heard people say that they should cast him. Sebastian Sebastian Stan. Yeah, Yeah, that that could be good. He does look like a young Mark Hamill, for sure. All right. You guys want to move into theories? Absolutely. Sweet. All right, what do we? What do you got, Curtis? All right, my first one. Okay, no, my only one. So I think at some point, Boba and Mando are going to be in some big conflict, and uh, Boba's going to get shot. And he's going to be, at this point, the rightful owner of the Darksaber, because I'm going with Dan's theory that it's really Boba's. And then he's gonna be on his, you know, last breath, and he's Mando's gonna run up to him. He's gonna try and save him. Boba's gonna take out the saber and try and kill him with it. Mando's gonna have to move out of the way, shoot him or something. And then he Boba dies, and Mando is the rightful owner of the dark saber because he beat him in conflict. I don't know when it's gonna happen. I just got a gut feeling. I mean, it's yeah. That's an interesting. I could see something like that happening, but I just don't think they've set up Mando to be the wielder of the Darksaber with how much he's struggled with it and with how we have Boba rising as, like, a force to be reckoned with. Maybe, like, season two of Book of Boba. Yeah. Maybe not this yeah. season. I don't think they'd kill Boba in this, at the end of it. At least I hope not. No, they got too much money to make. It, so Way too much money to make. Yeah. yeah. But I think that... Well, especially because we have the armor talking about, like, the Mythosaur prophecy and, like, setting up this idea. She said it's a legend, though. Yeah. She just says it's a legend. Okay, well, well if it's a legend, why would you say it? Well, it's an interesting idea that she calls it a legend, because we've seen previously when the word legend is used, we then have something from the eu which they now yeah. call legends kind of making its way back into the canon so which i think is really cool yeah definitely i love every the thing you got to realize with this episode and every episode every piece of dialogue means something mm-hmm. like it's there for a reason especially in star wars so like you picking up the legend thing that means they're going to bring in something from the eu mm-hmm. yeah it's possible it's speculation but all those little words mean something Definitely. Like, even her calling Grogu a foundling or whatever. Like, that's... Why is that in there? What does that mean? A foundling is what Din Djarin is and what Jango Fett is. So they're they're not Mandalorian by blood, but they've been picked up oh, by yeah. them. They're basically orphans who were adopted by the tribe and then so trained as, and raised as Mandalorians. As yeah. opposed to being born on the Mandalorian homeworld. So is Grogu a foundling just because a Mandalorian found him? in theory yeah yeah. in theory so that's why she calls him that that's why I think he's not gonna be a Jedi and that's why he'll escape Kylo Ren yeah oh yeah he's gone I thought about that too I was like Luke's gonna just like I don't know or Mando's gonna get him before that all happens yeah definitely you know what I mean and take him somewhere I mean this is definitely kind of portraying that that could happen because you can't cool. have Baby Yoda getting chopped up. No, like, uh, uh, no way. Uh, no way. Well, it would just no. be a waste of all this setup if all he just this, died yeah. off screen to s- sad boy Kylo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Emo Kylo. Yeah. yeah. Teenage Snape. More. Teenage Snape, yeah. yeah. More. More. 
Um, do you got any theories, Jake? I th- well, my theory is kind of the antithesis of Curtis's theory that Django is gonna Just restore the Mandal- Mandalorian. Boba. Or sorry, yeah, Boba will re- restore Mandalorian society in some way, Do whether you- that's like retaking the Mandalorian homeworld and starting a new chapter, yeah. or maybe I could see. Tatooine becoming a new base of Mandalorian power as well, but I would hope they'd go back to the homeworld. And maybe we'll see an actual mythosaur. That mm-hmm. would be sick. That's, dude, Boba's hinting at that by saying he wants to ride the Rancor. Yeah. I think he's doing a little play on riding the mythosaur. Because in the Christmas special, it's really bad, the cartoon with Boba Fett in it. He rides a mythosaur. So, That's sweet. Yeah, I've, I've never watched that one because it's supposed to yeah, be so bad. Yeah, it's really <laughs> bad. That's cool that they put it's, that in there. It's cool, though. And she says it's a legend, so I think Mando's going to go back to Mandalore, obviously, because he has to, because yeah. he wants to still be a part of their religion, and find the mines. He either finds more Mandalorians there, living like underground or whatever, or he finds the Mythosaur, or both. I don't know. Either one would be cool. And then I think they're going to try to find the rightful owner of the Darksaber, and personally, I think it's probably when you go through the comics and the way Jango Fett dies and how he was actually the ruler of Mandalore, um, it's actually going down the line, it should be his, um, and the closest thing to Jango Fett is Boba Fett, because he's literally a direct clone mm-hmm. of him raised up to be his son, so that's why I think Boba Fett's rightful owner of the Darksaber and I think that could totally be how we end this season um, in combining the two or it goes completely opposite and we're still caught up on the stupid little gang wars with the Pike Syndicate um, <laughs> which I'm, I'm fine with that too I think that could be cool but um, they have the Pikes and I think we're going to get some more Crimson Dawn stuff that would be sick um, in this next two episodes but a lot's going to have to happen yeah, the way they've been portraying, like, the underworld in Star Wars, the criminal underworld in Book of Boba has been pretty cool. The Pike, yeah, they're, I don't know, they could be a little cooler, maybe. Because yeah. right now, they all they've done on screen... I don't even know what you're talking about. Who, the I know they keep the, talking about them, but it's like... So you know when they what, do they've the been train, on the screen for ten seconds? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they haven't been on screen much, and everyone's, like, afraid of them. Are they the ones like, that Boba why? just massacred? No, the Pikes hired those guys. Yeah. Oh, well, I liked that part. Yeah, me yeah, too. That, that was, was the best sick. part of Boba Fett so far. <laughs> so are you just going to, like, keep shooting them? Yeah. More. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good spot. Um, well, do you guys have anything else? No, I hope all that stuff happens. I yeah. Hope, like, I hope Boba becomes the the leader of Mandalore. That'd be cool. And I hope it takes him, like, I don't know, 18 seasons. Yeah. Keep giving me some more Star Wars. Yeah, I hate Disney, but I'm going to watch it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's anyone, what it comes uh, down to. Anyone want to speculate on what we'll see next episode? Yes. Darth Maul. <laughs> Darth Wait, Maul's no. dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darth um, Maul's ghost. Dead. I think... Darth Maul's ghost. We're, it's going to have to be action-packed. Mando's going to help Boba fight these pikes, and I think they're going to make pretty quick work of it and it's gonna be epic and then I think there's gonna be something with the Darksaber yeah and Boba Fett going back to his true Mandalorian roots 
Um, totally. And maybe some Bo-Katan, possibly. She could pop in. That would be cool. And possibly... That's where I thought he'd go see when he had, like... They kicked him out, and he was just done. I thought he was going to go yeah. see Bo-Katan. I think, I think they will do maybe do some jobs together or something like that. Just like, all right, well, these guys were too strict. I took my helmet off one time. Yeah. I'm kicked out. I'm going to go, <laughs> yeah. you were right. We yeah. should be able to take it off. Everyone's like, speculating how. When he's fixing the ship and stuff, take your helmet off. Yeah. What are they going to do, kick you out again? Take yeah. your helmet off. You can't see in that thing. He's mad at the droid for not getting the flashlight up in the right spot. Yeah. Take your helmet off. Yeah. I don't know. I like the dedication to something like that. Yeah, I yeah. think Makes they'll it... pick up that thread in the next season of Mandalorian. Yeah. With him trying to find the mines, and then maybe we'll see there's like some other sects of Mandalorians that are hidden underground on yeah. the planet or something like that. I'm I sure there be. is. There's apparently like millions of <laughs> yeah. different tribes that think differently. But um, what do we think next episode, Jake or Curtis? I think you're right. They're going to have to cover a lot of ground. I don't have any solid ideas on storyline-wise where they'll go, but I have... I mean, if you look at Django's team right now, you got Fennec, you got... Bobo, come on, dude. You got uh, Mando, and now you got... And then Black... um, I always forget how to say his name. Black Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum, yeah, yeah. Who is just... So they're... Just a team of absolute badasses. Don't forget I, the biker game. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the Power yeah, Come on, dude. Yeah. Uh, I am going to forget them. Yeah, me too. On purpose. Uh, <laughs> but The stupidest. Yeah. <laughs> but I really want to see them all team up and do some cool... Some, like, blowing stuff up and messing up the pikes. or the Like, I just want to see them... Because that's a bunch of really strong and experienced warriors and so, 100%. So they should do something cool with them. It's like the yeah, they're like the Avengers. What do they call them? The slave 18. 1 now? Uh, well, the, no, okay. So slave 1 is the type of ship it is is a fire spray gunship. Yeah. Okay. So now they just call it the fire spray. Yeah. All right. Well, we got the fire spray and we've got his cool his new M1, yeah. yeah. His what? Uh his N1, Mando's the, new ship too. The Boo N1. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So both yeah, of them together? Yeah. Yep. In the sublight Just, thrusters, we didn't yeah. talk about that. That stuff's really that was cool. pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah I Very think fast. it's going to be a big battle. Um, Mandalorian's definitely going to tie into it again, just like Boba tied into the bat, the end of Mandalorian, which I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited for, definitely excited for Wednesday. Um, they, they got a lot to do. But so there's only seven episodes in this? Um, yeah, so... The five, other, six, Mandalorian... Seven, yeah. Mandalorian had eight episodes each season. Did it? Let me yeah. look really quick. Interesting. Um, so that we should get three more episodes, right? Yeah. I hope I want a bunch. No, we only have two more. And a big thing, Dave Filoni's writing this next one, so it should be really good. Exciting. But, um... What was the... The name of the lady on the last episode did a really good job, and that was her first time. Oh, uh, Bryce it. Dallas Howard. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She got her chance, and she absolutely killed it. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, she made my favorite. Episode. She needs her. Yeah, she needs her own show for sure. So, um, are we ready to wrap things up? What's yeah. Um. We I okay. Just a question to close it off on. What 
is your favorite Mandalorian weapon we've seen so Ooh. far. Because they have a lot of weapons, obviously. They do. I personally thought the Beskar spear was super duper cool. Yeah. Short-lived. Yeah, Just you're pretty like sad Danny's about lightsaber. that. I was yeah. a little sad. But I, I get the armor. Is Are we excluding the Darksaber? No, technically that'd be a Mandalorian weapon because it was made by a Mandalorian, so, so I will accept cool. that answer. I really like his wrist things that shoot out. Yeah. You know how he empties them mm-hmm. into the suitcase? I really, I think that's mine. Those I like, pretty cool. I like the rocket on the back of Boba. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. He, the, yeah. Just because like, it flicks down see, over his helmet. Where mm-hmm. is that, though, in this series? Like, shoot the... I want, yeah. I want to see a missile. Like, blow. I want to see some Star Wars I want to see him do anything. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, I think, yeah, I like the wrist, the wrist tracker, little seeker things are awesome. Good answers. But, how about you, Jake? The Beskar Spear, yeah, that was yeah. my favorite. Oh, yeah. And I guess the, the, it isn't a weapon, but, um, when House Vizsla and Din are dueling, I thought his little wrist shield was sick. Like, yeah. And really smart, like, we haven't really seen something like that. I mean, like, droidicas have their own little personal shield. We've seen shields before, but never, like, a, a shield, a think, literal shield, like... I think Sabine had one. Did she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I you think might she, be right. I think she did in Rebels. But, but, it, it looked, but in it live action, cool. it's, yeah, it's... And weird. it just makes sense, yeah, when you think about it. That was a cool yeah. thing to give them. It just makes perfect sense for Definitely. how they fight and all that. So. Yeah. And the vibro blades they were using, that was super cool. I like that as well. Yeah. Yeah, they all look cool too. Mandalorians look the coolest. Oh yeah. But all right, guys, thank you for listening in to the first ever podcast with Curtis and Jake. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. we will have some more coming. One next week after the next episode. Uh, we hope you listen in and want to hear our thoughts and theories and just things we thought that were cool about it. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys.